welcome people of the world tuning in we are turn of the millennials podcast i'm lindy i'm stephanie and we talk about everything from 95 to 2005 where we came of age and we were best friends and at that was the, our relevant high school years at the turn of the millennium at the basically. turn of the millennium yeah yeah we so today a- we have a guest hi this is lindsay uh, our friend from our American friend, our American friend from Buffalo area. Um, we, Welcome, Lindsay. So we have a funny story. So everything about this episode is going to be very, very, very 2000s this time. Um, yes. Everything we say from how Lindsay met everybody and everything. It's all a 2000s story. But we're going to also talk about back to school, the first day of school. Yep. Everything about back to school time leading up to it. All of the fun stuff. So since since uh, back to school is coming up very soon for us in Canada and Lindsay, I'm assuming can Americans go back sooner, right? In some areas in the south, they go back end of August, but where that I am sucks. near Canada around September. The Tuesday after Labor Day was basically but, when we went. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going. Yeah. Basically, everything back to school. So first, actually, we should say how we met Lindsay or how Lindsay kind of came into the fold, actually, because we didn't meet Lindsay until a couple of years ago. But she I know I didn't I didn't meet you until was it three years ago? We went to Sabo. Yeah. Three years ago. About three years ago. Yeah. But she's the first time I I met you. Yeah. She's known my sister since the ripe old age of like 13 or something. How? I don't Uh, think I know this story. I was probably told this story and I probably forgot. Actually, I think I met Danny, honestly, when I was like nine or 10. Um, okay, wait, gonna, what year were you born? I was born in 91. Oh, I'm okay. 30, actually, around back to school. So Danny and I met on an N2M message board. That's N2M, the, 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 the you know, music group that was to like Marit and Marion. Most Lyson infamous for their song contributed to the Pokemon, the movie soundtrack. Yep. Don't say you love me. Yes. Mirror, mirror. And then a Disney Channel concert. I still have my M2M CDs. Y'all might, I don't know. We met on this message board and, you know, they, they always have like the introduction threads and stuff. And I said, I'm from Buffalo. And then Danny said, oh, I'm from like KW. We drive there all the time. We visit yeah. Buffalo all the time, you know. <laughs> and we just became, you know, we, we became friends on the board. And then, you know, when Facebook came out, we added each other. And then we were always kind of hoping that maybe we could arrange so that one day we're both at the Galleria Mall together. But then you know, if there was an age difference and you know, back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, you didn't meet people nope. in person that you met on the internet. Did not and meet strangers off the internet. Danielle was like born and Danielle was born 83 and as Lindsay yeah, said, so 91. So years. that's an yeah. eight year difference. So a 13 yeah. year old being like, I'm going to go to the mall to meet someone I met online who is basically 21. Yeah. says she's a girl from Canada. I didn't want you guys to get arrested for like human trafficking. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't until many years later that we finally all met in person. Actually, Yeah, I think it was five or six years ago. Yeah, we met at the outlet malls, the outlet mall in Niagara Falls. 2020 seems to make me forget time because, you know, nothing happened in that year. So I don't count it. So it's like, oh, was that actually two years ago? Or was it three years ago? Because 2020 didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was five or six years ago that we like finally met in person. And then you were there with your dad and then we all met. And then I just like got in the car with you as you drove around to your stores and like thinking back and like, hmm probably not a good idea <laughs> right but I'm like I've talked to this you know this girl for like over half my life like it's fine it's over yeah. a decade we should be good by this point you know most exactly. friends know each other for decades in person it's just you knew each other online for that long and just exactly. and yet. I think that's started starting to become 
um the normal like there yeah. are so many people out there that have like best friends that are that they've never actually met in person mm-hmm. that like they're purely online friends yeah like, I personally don't really like have that. any but gaming yeah. TikTok well now it's TikTok but gaming they've met them through Instagram just from chatting or something they had interests it's a lot yeah, more like, online I know, I know like my stepson has like a lot of his like he games with a lot of his friends that he had goes to school with but he does game with some online friends and yeah. I'm like as long as you never fucking meet them in person I don't care but yeah, you yeah. can't say that because then we would never also have met Lindsay so. I mean that's true but I mean use your best judgment and all right under better circumstances be maybe the parents yeah. be there if you're under the age of 18 we meet in a public spot like we you make a thing of it to make sure everyone's yeah. protected yeah danger, danger y'all my parents probably would have called the cops <laughs> I'm the only daughter right uh, so out of how many I have three Okay. So, are you the youngest too? I'm the middle. Ah, middle child syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, it's evident, right? (laughs) That's how Lindsay kind of came into our little little group. So today we are going to talk about. So kind of first, I think leading up to it, maybe all of the back to school like commercials when you first saw those back to school commercials come on in the middle of summer, and you kind of got the anxiety that like summer was going to be over soon, but not quite. Oh my god, you started to get so sad. Like every single day, you were just sadder and sadder because you're just like, no, I have eleven days, so I have to go back to school. No, ten days, so I have to go back to school, and just you try to milk as much of it as you could. Like, parents were like oh this weekend we're gonna go shopping back to school or... shopping and you're like no i i had the opposite feeling so like my birthday is always Are you a nerd i i was i won a citizenship <laughs> award in middle school oh, <laughs> That's um, okay. but my, my birthday is early september so it was always either early september so it was either always either right before labor day or right after labor day so there was always the anxiety of trying to figure out when the first day of school was. Cause if I had like, you know, a summer birthday, I'd be happy. If I had a school year birthday, I'd be really, really sad because nobody could decorate my locker and you know, nobody celebrated my birthday. We'd always have to celebrate it the year before because technically it was a summer birthday or whatever. That was always the best part too. Is like when I you're never in high had school, a school birthday, high school and middle school was when you were able to get your locker decorated because I had a May luckily so I, I was just at the end of the year so we were able to get the decorated and it was mm-hmm. that was always so fun or like when you do it with your friends you I never had a paper banner and everyone would sign it if they knew you so at the end of the day you were like oh okay all these people kind of sign my thing cool you know didn't even know these people were my friends I when would get happy birthday. yeah I'm a July 1st oh Canada day so yeah mm-hmm. so I was always a few days after school ended I remember actually like in the 80s and early 90s in like grade school like we finished school like early like middle of the June of June of the June like 18th or 19th or something yeah like I was like 16th 17th around there and now it's like 27th 28th so I remember having I never ever had like I mentioned this in our trailer episode I've never had a birthday with my school friends Mm -hmm. I've never had a had a birthday party except for when I turned like 16 a friend of mine threw a surprise birthday party for me but that was the only birthday party I ever had with my school friends because my birthday's in the summer. So I never got the decorated locker either or anything like that. So she feels your pain. I would get happy birthday notes, like in my yearbooks. Yeah. Like I have a few yearbooks and there's a lot of people that would write like happy birthday messages to me and everything. Cause they knew my birthday was in a few days. That was about it. Yeah. I had a couple of years where my friends would celebrate my half birthday in March. So a couple of years I'd come in. With my half birthday is new year's. Oh, <laughs> so either way, no uh, one's at uh, school. Uh, 
<laughs> and you get fireworks every year, whether it's and I get the day off too. Birthday. So you always get the day off, and you always yeah. So unless I, unless you work in a restaurant, then you don't. So as you were saying, Lindy, earlier about the uh, the commercial for the back to school, I think all yeah. of us kind of remember the yeah. the significant staples commercial that launched the like back to school anxiety. Can I sing it? Yes. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So I love those commercials. They're so funny. You instantly know what we're talking about. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, basically a Staples commercial is these two kids and their dad going back to school shopping and the kids are dragging ass behind the dad They're, being all sad. They look so sad and their dad is just jumping for joy. Like, he's like driving. He's back to riding on the shopping cart through the store kicking his happy. life up in the air yeah it's the funniest commercial throwing ever. in pencils and pens and binders and paper <laughs> oh in the cart in the cart oh i love the back to school commercials they're so funny <laughs> and then there was also five star with five star oh everybody yeah. wanted a five i never got a five star they were so fucking expensive when i was younger 22 dollars, I, I think for a binder and that was even yeah. in the 90s yeah, and that wasn't even including like the pencil case. That was literally just a binder, five star name. Or there was the organizer. Yeah, I got the, the knockoffs. Yeah. They work just as well. But is that is that a trapper keeper in in sure. American? Yes, yes, okay. trapper keeper. Yeah, yeah, trapper keeper. I have a funny story about the knockoff, Lindy. It was basically yeah, the, they were like, and they were also the five stars were like super, super. They claimed to be super durable, like they would not break. Because usually, if you bought the crappy ones, your zipper might break halfway through the year because of too many notes or opening it too many times. But you wanted five star because they were not supposed to break all year. Oh yeah, they were legit. Oh yeah, yeah. mine was navy, and I very funny story about my trapper keeper. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Lindsay's first foray into activism. Uh, <laughs> So I was in fifth grade, so 2001, and on the school supply list, I know, I know, I'm a baby millennial. I know, it just, I was like, 2001, that was grade 11. Oh, oh my God, that was, that was, OAC. that was the start of my last year. Yeah, yeah that was always Grade 13 for those that, of you that was who don't know, year. Ontario had grade 13, but then they dropped it. My year was when they dropped it. Continue. Yes. So my older brother had a trapper keeper on his list, and he was two years older than me, two grades older than me. But on my list for fifth grade, they weren't on there. But my mom got me one anyway, because you know, it's fifth grade, your first your first year of middle school. So, and everybody else in, in my class had one. But then the teachers decided, so my middle school, we were organized into teams. So there were like eight fifth grade teachers, but they just to organize all the kids better, they would only handle like half of them. Um, so my team's teachers, they decided that they didn't want the kids to have trapper keepers anymore. Well, my friends and I didn't like that. So we started a protest. So we kept using our trapper keepers and we're like, they can't give us all the tension. And so this kid named Bobby and I became like the ringleaders. There were like probably 200, no, like 150, 200 kids in our team. And like Bobby and I were the ringleaders. We had everybody like, you know, at nine o'clock, we're all going to put our trapper keepers on the desk. And finally, after like a month, they gave in. Uh, I remember they gave in. They gave in. You won! <laughs> Yay! Your first attempt it was successful. Congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. How like, old were you? Sorry, what grade I was it? 10. I was in fifth grade. Good um, for you. They were like, oh, we're going to give you all the attention. And I'm just thinking, like, I was nerd, goody two shoes. Again, I won the citizenship award. 
that I believed so firmly in this, I was willing to risk detention. How were your parents about it? I remember one of my teachers calling my parents. My parents don't remember this. My parents don't remember a lot of things as well. I don't either. Yeah, I was shaking. I went home just thinking, oh my God, um, Miss So-and-so is going to call my parents and I'm going to get so grounded and my parents don't remember. What do you remember? Did you get in trouble or? Nothing happened. I don't know if it was a threat. I mean, just like an empty threat or something. But yeah, after. Your parents didn't yell at you for the phone call or? No. They were probably yes. just like, let them keep the trapper keeper. They probably agreed with so you. And silly, they, probably like... didn't wanna, they probably didn't want to bother you with it. And they were probably more concerned with taking my brothers to hockey. Honestly, like you're going to call me over this and like here, the, the boys. Your life is too busy. Like, right. Yeah. I got other things to worry about than a freaking stupid trapper keeper and my daughter. Yeah. Like activism. let them freaking use them. It's. And I, I held on to my, I used my trapper keeper all through middle school. I think until eighth grade. And then once I went to high school, I'm over traffic keepers. We had the Hillroy because it was, we, me and Kevin did the research and looked Hillroy. It was different. So we had the Hillroy note tote, which was essentially a trapper keeper, but it was just yes. a different brand. And they called them. That was the one totes. that I had. That's the one I had. I think I had like a, a dark hunter green one or something like that. I think is what the color was. I really wish that I had at least a binder from when I was in school. Do you, I college, don't think I remember but... any of them. I don't think I have any of them. That was Kevin's college zipping binder because he has a bunch of his. Uh, do you also remember we had the um, clear frosted binders where the spine of them was a different yeah. color and you had those to have were, those ones? Those were brittle AF, at least down here. They do, would, you drop it and it would just shatter. Oh, yeah. Yep. Do you okay. remember having to get like several different colored duotangs? Yes. For those your the shit, four, for like different classes. Things, Lindsay, you were saying about <gasps> the duotang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the binders look a little like really crappy, like white, like foil fasteners or whatever yep yeah okay. they're like little sticks and then you just press them down like you separate them press them down so they yeah i think we just call them binders with fasteners or like folders with fasteners duotang is here she just I learned really... duotang what yeah she was saying the other day i was um oh, really i was like watching liz trenier's instagram story i don't i don't know why i follow her on her instagram but i love her her content she was explaining like entering canada from the u.s and she had everything in a duotang and I like had to stop and look it up. I'm like, what's a duotang? Do you also, oh, so early nineties, I don't know if you might've had these, Lindsay, we always, they were hard to find in the Canada after a bit, but we used to go to the States and get them. It was the Yikes pencils and the Yikes erasers and stuff. So they were the like triangle ones with different colors. And then the erasers were like those twisty fun erasers and yeah. stuff. And on the cover, it was like, people were like, had the funky, crazy hair waving up and like, yikes. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah those for me and like the mid I think it was grade three and four were prime like utensils I needed do you remember the pencils that they used to sell I probably at like a buck or two like aging myself buck or two that were like this long and they were flexible that you could like bend them into like different shapes and shit and it had like the world's worst eraser on the end of it yeah it literally didn't oh, erase anything it just whatever color it was that's what color it turned the paper yeah i think those yeah. were bad in my school my middle school let's be um, real a I lot of those those were fantastic and they were like rubber they were really interesting to sharpen the pencil uh not pen the pens when they had the uh erasers on them if you remember oh, yeah. those were also terrible. i still have one i have one at work they but they would <laughs> wow. never they do the same thing as that pencil they would just kind of make the the paper that, that blue too. whatever it didn't actually yeah. erase the pen or the the eraser that was half pencil eraser half pen eraser oh half the pen eraser and did, did not work not even which apparently i read a meme somewhere learning that it's not actually supposed to erase pen and pen it's actually supposed to be it's supposed to erase two different paper types or something or what? whatever i can't remember hold on yeah i read this somewhere and i was like what is this 
You don't have that information readily available, Stephanie. I, well, I didn't think it was going to come up. <laughs> it wasn't on my I original notes. So the blue end is meant for erasing pencil marks on heavy grades of paper or dark marks. The soft end, orange or pink, is useful for light grades of paper, which the hard gridded side would tear apart and also for precision erasing, such as removing a light stray mark from among dark marks. So then where did the whole, oh, this side erases pen come from? What? idiot in school spread that rumor to the entire world maybe sorry mm, I don't know. on this one the picture because it looks like it's pen on one side and then pencil on the uh, other so maybe someone did that and maybe that's how promotion is everything right advertisement is everything advertisement so is everything so it could have it been implied not necessarily flat out said, but it could have been implied that well because true. it was kind of showing like the pen sort of looks like a darker mark which would you know, dark versus light. So maybe that's what but people intended it as pen versus pencil. People are, you know. Sorry, I had such a violent reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood has been shattered. Oh, I know. I know. There's been so oh, much God. out there recently that when I find them out from the you internet, know? I'm like, you shattered my childhood. Unacceptable. Ducks fly. Ducks leg. do not fly in a V. Geese do. When Kevin told me that because of the mighty ducks, ducks fly together oh, yeah, in a flying yeah. V, that shattered my whole childhood. So <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that. Also, yeah. I found the epitome of being like back to school accessories were the smelly markers. <gasps> oh, yeah. Even though they tell you not to like smell smelly things and then they come out with smelly markers. Oh, like that was my jam. Uh, those, were uh, the, those were the greatest. If, they were fantastic. There were some years I was allowed to get them and then some years I wasn't. It all depends on I was like, only who. I only got them because like I got them like as like a birthday gift or a Christmas gift or something. They like my parents wouldn't just buy me them just because I wanted them and like they yeah. were cool for school or whatever. I know. I never owned them, but every teacher had a pack of Mr. Sketch, especially in art class. And we'd fight over who got the blue raspberry one. Of course. Because yes. that one was blue. the best. Yeah. And nobody yeah. wanted the black licorice. No. I did. I did. I love black licorice. So that one was nice. I bought, actually, I bought my stepdaughter. She's getting, really getting into art. So I bought her a uh, smelly, scentsy, like art kit. Ooh. So all the pencil crayons, the pencils, the pastels, the markers, <laughs> um, the paint is all scented. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And she made her dad a Father's Day card out of it and it smells delicious hanging on her fridge. That's <laughs> awesome. I remember the scented erasers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where they were like, they were shaped like a strawberry and it smelled like a strawberry. Yeah. 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 Strawberries taste like strawberries. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, those are awesome. I, I was allowed those. And then, or oh. even the smell, they weren't supposed to be scented or anything, but the smell of those pencils uh, that came with like the white pencils in it, inside of it. Yeah. And if you lose one, you're screwed. Oh yeah. Those, had, if you, when you open the package of those, I don't know what it was, but they smelled like they were scented and they smelled like a, I don't know. Ugh, they smelled good. Story about one of those. I had one of those pencils. For some reason, I can't remember. We were going somewhere. I was doing outside. It was winter time. I had my jacket on and for some reason I had it, but I didn't have the lid on it. Mm -hmm. And I jabbed myself with it. And there's still like a little black mark mm -hmm. there on my hand from when I jabbed myself with it. I <laughs> sat on a pencil in like the third grade and I had Which... to go down to the office and my call my mom because my mom worked at the school that I went to. Um, she actually just retired this year from that same school. Mm -hmm. And um, yes. congrats, mom. And yeah, so my mom had to come down to the, like the staff bathroom with me and with tweezers and she had to pull this piece of pencil lead out of my butt cheek. Oh, oh my gosh. 
as I yeah. sat on it and it broke because it was like it was a small someone had like sharpened it all the way down to the racer mm -hmm. and it had was sitting on the carpet and it had been sticking up somehow like maybe mm -hmm. it was caught in the carpet or something I don't know yeah. and I sat on it and the, the lead pencil part broke off and like my mom worked at the school I wasn't gonna let anybody else touch my butt like, right. so my mom like laughing the whole time and I'm like crying because I'm like stop it's not funny oh. but obviously <laughs> I probably still have like a mark or something but so yeah, my pencil pens. story. Your pencil story. Okay. Yes, your so pencil. I was in ninth grade. I was in earth science. This was before I realized that I liked, this was before I realized I was going to become a geologist. And I was in earth science class and we had an assignment where we had to draw like a map of how to get from our high school to our house. So I went to the Dollar Tree and I- That sounds a bit shady. <laughs> Like your teacher it's needs to know like, how to find you. Like your teacher needs to know where you live. Stalking Wait, you. Wait, that was always on like our attendance cards and everything. It is, but it wasn't necessarily privy to the teachers. It was to like the principal for certain matters. But and reception that staff. true. Anyway, sorry, um, continue. You're you're fine. Um, So I went to the Dollar Tree <laughs> and I got, I minded to be my skill huge because I'm not very good at super tiny things. So I just went to the Dollar Tree next, you know, next door or whatever. And I got like this massive poster board and I started doing it. I was almost done. I couldn't make a straight line. There was a main road that I was trying to do. It wasn't really important to the route, but you know, you need context. I couldn't draw a straight line. So I tipped my pencil, you know, I flipped my pencil over. So the eraser was tapping the poster board and I'm tapping it, trying to figure out how I can make this line like absolutely straight. I needed to go perfectly east to west because that's how this road was. And then I got frustrated and I just swore and I slammed my hand down, forgetting that the eraser wasn't facing up. And I just slammed my hand on the tip and I just screamed bloody murder because it hurt. Oh, my mom came in and she's like, what happened? And I'm like, look at my hand. And I had to finish the the map because it was due the next day and I came in with my arm bandaged because it was like it was like right here like right in the webbing so there wasn't like anywhere like a bandaid could a normal bandaid could could do it my mom worked in a hospital so she kind of like helped me like tape it up and my teacher goes like what the hell happened now because in that class I stapled my hand to a piece of paper oh my god <laughs> some kid did that like when I was in like grade five or something yeah not very like stapled a piece of paper to themselves yeah, Ouch. totally accidental. Like, he had like the, the staple gun thing and I wasn't paying attention. And, <sighs> but I, I'm very, very clumsy. I'm like, um, but I was accident prone. <laughs> who was that from? Hey, Arnold's Harold. No, no, not Harold. Eugene with the tin can. I don't remember. Oh gosh. It's going to bother me. There was a character in Hey Arnold who was super accident prone and his catchphrase was I'm okay. <laughs> um, so I come in and he goes, now what happened? And I'm like, I better get a good grade on this project because I finished it and I did get my straight line and I got a hundred. I found out that I got the highest grade in the class because he hung it up on like the wall. Uh, and he goes, your accident so was worth it. In this whole like temper tantrum you had of not being able to figure out how to draw a straight line. Yeah. Um, did you not come think of a, a ruler? I was using it, but it was just like, it wasn't, you know, at 180 degrees, it kept going like slightly like askew. You know, it was oh. it wasn't perfectly east west. It was kind of like you know northeast. Uh, so yeah, you should have asked your dad if he had a level. It would have told you because right. it tell no matter how it's sitting, it will tell you if it's level. Next time, <laughs> yes. Uh. Next time when she goes back to the past to relive fifth grade. <laughs> well, no, no. I use my phone or now, next, and I use the level app. 
right? There oh, you go. Exactly. Well, got the same concept, but there you go. That's hilarious. So like eight years later, I'm in college and I'm in my geology classes and I see this white haired man and goes, wow, that looks like my earth science teacher from high school. And he's auditing the class that I'm taking for a grade. He goes, uh, slam your hand into any pencils lately. I'm like, shut up. So I haven't been able to live that down. Jeez, what a coincidence. <laughs> That's too funny. Anyway. Damn teachers. Uh, I found a stacky, like a stackable pencil that I got from Zini Brainy. Do you remember that store? It was on the boulevard in Buffalo. It was. I think so. It used to be where I want to say Trader Joe's is now. Yeah, right off the highway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They used to have like the coolest. It was like a craft store, but it was like lots of kits and all like the cool arts and crafts kits that you couldn't find anywhere else. And they had a Hello Kitty section. So I got these, these Hello Kitty stackable like colored pencils. This is not the original one. I found this one at a Sanrio store that closed, but it was in Times Square several years ago. Sanrio stores. They're awesome. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I had this when I was in third grade. I need another one. So I, I just bought it. Hey, I'm all down for finding your old 2000s, old 90s stuff. Um, that's what I'm finding now. Because I'm like, I can afford it now. Not like when I was a kid and I couldn't afford it. I can afford it now. So I'm buying it all. And your parents can't tell you no. Exactly. It's my money. Gel pens. Yay. Anyone remember the gel pens? Along oh, with like, yeah. the hell black yeah. paper that went with the milky yes. ones. Oh my gosh. Yes. Those were, Absolutely. I loved having, like, I remember having a black notebook with like the lined paper and everything. And you'd always want to write it. And teachers like, I can't see that. And I'm like, you can see it just fine. I remember Don't even. getting a set of that for my birthday. I'm pretty sure at the, pretty sure when I got it, it was like sixth grade or something. I think my best friend Ashley got it for me. Cause I saw like, all my friends had them and my parents were like, no, they're too fucking expensive. We're not getting them. Like they're ridiculously expensive, like too fucking bad. We have other things we have to spend our money on. Yeah. Not in that manner. That's me adding this forward. <laughs> and um, my parents were awesome. Yeah. And so my friend Ashley bought me the, the a black pad and like a stack, a, a pack of like five gel pens or whatever. And it was the best fucking birthday present ever. I yeah. fucking loved it. And I think I went through the entire pad in like a weekend. Oh, and right. then I like, I had asked my parents to buy me more black paper and they're just like, no. It's like, fine, I will find something else to write on them with. So I just wrote like on my jeans and stuff. On your hand? On my where, hand. Oh like, my gosh. It was like the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there yeah. a group of girls that would go around the neighborhood asking if you wanted a gel pen tattoo. Oh, that's awesome. It was like 25 cents a tattoo, which was pretty hefty price. You know, but... yeah, you got to hustle. You got to hustle. Even See, they were teaching us how to hustle up from that age. So, you know, yeah. millennials just know how to hustle. Yeah, I got remember... so many tattoos. Do you remember uh, Holly when she would like draw on us with like sharp? She'd have like her pack of colorful sharpies, and mm. she'd give us like very realistic looking dark tattoos. They were uh, awesome. <laughs> I they were pretty cool. But <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember that with the gel pens and stuff. And then lastly, and I feel like our accessories was you uh, in like elementary school. You were the bomb. Yeah, I'm saying the bomb. If you had the hundred pack of Crayola crayons with the yep. sharpener. Yeah. You knew, you knew their, your family was like had money if you balling. had the hundred pack of crayons. Never got sure. that. <laughs> I can't remember who in my class had those. I think a couple kids did, but I think we had it, but like I it was because it was who. me and Danielle shared. And I think grandma might've gotten it for us or whatever. Cause grandma was the one that always spoiled us. And I think, mm -hmm. but I also think if, if we did, we probably got it from the States anyways, cause it would have been cheaper to get it in the States than it would have been here. I think we, we might have gotten one, like me and my sisters, but I, we weren't allowed to take it to school if we did. No, it was to stay at home. Like, yes. It was to stay at home. Like you yeah. do not take that to school. No. Mm -hmm. 
I'd always get like what was required, you know, on, on the school supply list. I'm like, can I get the hundred? Like Sarah has it. And I was like, no, you go to Sarah's house and use hers. Yeah, that was the yep. answer. Oh, why can't I have this? Because so-and-so has them. Well, then go to their house and use it. Yep. If so-and-so <laughs> jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Yes, yes. I would. Okay. <laughs> right. How high is the bridge? Is there water? Like what, what are we talking here? I need more context. Right. <laughs> Am I falling into feathers? Tapioca? Like. See, we uh, learned at an early age to question things, guys. When they did this, we learned it to question. Like, why, why are we jumping? Who are we jumping? What is underneath? Like, you need you to question things. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Question everything. Oh, anyway. Oh, I want to so, the pencil boxes. Did you have, I forget who made them, not caboodles. They were like, the bottom part was a solid color. But I do remember, the, I remember there was the solid squares came out after a certain point, but I always, a lot of times <laughs> I had the, the zip ones that were just a bag. Oh hard pencil pieces. Wait, I'm so excited. <laughs> what is the surprise? It's I, I can't. Oh my God. Motherfucker, yes. Yes, with like a little bump, like the bumpy top. Yep, it has the bumpy top. <gasps> yes. Um, who made that? I forget who. It was imported by Walmart. It doesn't have a name No, there it. was a specific brand that was doing them too. Didn't like Hillroy make them or something? Maybe. I feel maybe or, at least they made like a version of them. Yeah, I have to look this I know up. you'd get them at like Byway and shit, but dollar stores now you can get them. Yeah. So my classmates and I, we would take our Elmer's glue, the liquid Elmer's glue, and pour like a thin layer over yep. it and sprinkle like glitter. You know, I thought you were going to like put it on your hand and you peel, peel it, it off. off your hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. We would do that too. It was, was like other. getting like a safety pin and putting it through your finger skin. Yeah. I didn't like that. That was usually on uh, Remembrance Day when the poppies, because you they always forced yeah. you to wear a poppy, so the ki- kids would take the pins now from those and do it. Now they have stickers for them. Now they have stickers for them. Yeah, because they realize how many kids. Pins. Exactly. Those weapons. Hey, some adults can't be trusted with pins either. Okay, actually, me too. <laughs> I think the girl had stapled her finger to a, a paper, so. Oh, space geez. Maker may, might have made them? Maybe? I... Yeah, it was Space Maker, because I, I found this one. Yeah, and then I... I I never had these ones. Oh, I, I always had like the really thick fabric ones that you mm-hmm. that, that came with like the three metal holes and you can put them in your binder. Okay. I got those. There it is. Yeah, that looks yes, yes, space maker. Yeah. Space yeah. maker. It's like I remember yeah. seeing the name on the top of it. And there is there was like a hierarchy of colors oh. in my class. Like everybody the top blue. color. Like I think blue was top. So what was the shitty color? Like black or something. Green. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, 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 no. The all no, white, all white was the lamest one. Okay, because like kids don't mind. Like black was like black and white were kind of just like boring. Joking. I know, but I'm like black and white colors were like as a kid you didn't care about those colors. Yeah, you wanted, you wanted like green or, or blue or purple yeah. or pink yeah. or red. Like you wanted a color, whereas yeah. in black and gray and white were shades. So maybe they would make them for like an adult who might have needed them, or they those were kind of maybe what those were. But the kids were like, no, I want the purple. I want the blue. Yeah, professional. Purple is my jam. I love purple. Yeah, I think uh, those were I like, remember what my favorite color was growing up. I think it was purple. I think it was purple. I had orange in middle school, green in elementary school, and then high school. I don't really think orange. I had a color. Was it still orange? orange. Okay. It was orange. It was still orange? Okay, because I knew as that's as far as I in... know, it's still orange. <laughs> Long since been pink. Come on now. Actually, I apparently liked pink as a as a young child too. My mom said I always loved pink back as a little little kid. But what little girl didn't like pink usually? Pink or purple variation yeah. from the 80s. Wait, did Space well, Maker make the brown one? 
Oh, I think they moved ew. around. That might have been ew. it. Was a neutral color. It was like yeah. the only time neutrals weren't acceptable in the nineties, <laughs> right? With, with the, the brown lipstick and everything. So. Yeah, we were. It was acceptable everywhere else, just not in the kid realm. Oh, so uh, fashion, fashion, Day fashion. Oh my fashion. gosh, nice. going shopping for your back to school first day of class outfit, outfit was, was the thing, the top most important priority at the end of the summer. Yeah. Like you had to get the most perfect fucking outfit. It had, And yeah. one year I ended up getting the same outfit in the class of a girl that I fucking hate. And I cried about it. Oh, that's like, funny. I fucking hate her. I do remember in, was it grade 10 or 11? It was those teal gap sweaters or like that's yeah, the baby like shade. the pastel color yes like the purple that the, i never owned one yeah the pink and the, all the girls I, had them and they got them from gap kids in the extra large yeah. sizes and i just stole mine from like you and other friends i didn't actually have one of those ones i got an orange one later on because we we would go shopping yeah. in the states and we got yeah. it at the gap outlet in the niagara falls outlet mall it was an orange <laughs> writing yeah i remember the fleece vests and like old yes. navy old back. navy performance yeah. fleece yes because everything they did the zip-ups the fleece Everyone's vests khakis. yeah that was gap but yeah all of them my fifth grade outfit my fifth grade picture was in a purple old navy performance fleece i had a white t-shirt and i had like the old navy convertible cargo pants yes yes and i had my yep. platform sneakers like the black and white platform sneakers i felt like bomb the bomb diggity like nothing not just a bomb but the bomb diggity yeah like nobody could ruin my day possibly and i remember my, my my first day the my grade 11 outfit is the one that i remember specifically because it's also in the picture i was wearing but it was these black like it was it was one of the big you know skater jeans it was from randy river because girls didn't really they didn't really have like baggy jeans for girls as often in them so i had to go to randy river and buy these like black baggy like kind of pants or whatever with this white not quite spaghetti strap, but almost spaghetti strap tank top with like this little dragonfly like, on it. Was that era of like All Saints with like the baggy yes, pants? with and, the baggy cargos and the tank tops. Exactly. Yep. Great. I 11. love that look. I still yeah. love that look. That is, that's um, kind of it, but it was black, not the, not cargo khaki color. They were the black, but that same kind of look is what it was. And that one was, and I had the Sheridan from Passion's haircut, the super yep. short. Yep. I remember yep. that. That remember one was that. my like bomb diggity year that I remember my outfit. I think like my... The one that I sticks out in my mind the most is my grade four one. So it would have been 90, no, grade four, I don't, whatever. Anyway, so it would probably be in early 90s, not quite 95 to 05, but it was because it was awesome. It was a black t-shirt that had like fluorescent colored short sleeves and it was made of a different fabric. It was like, I don't know, kind of like a thick tissue paper type fabric. And it had like an awesome, like multicolored fluorescent color design on the front. And it had a matching skirt with ruffles. And the middle ruffle was the exact same fluorescent yellow color as my sleeves. Okay. I had the same like funky ass fluorescent color, multicolored shoes wearing one fluorescent orange or green sock and one fluorescent yellow sock. <laughs> this was the fucking look when I was in like the fourth grade. 90s. That is so I 90s. Also, wow. also had a mushroom cut. Okay. Am I setting the picture for you? Be right? still my heart. Recess, first fucking recess of the year. My friends go and hang out in the pathway where we're not allowed to hang out. Minding my mother is a teacher at the school. Uh, we're hanging out. I climbed the, the little chain link fence and I'm sitting on top of it. And we're talking or whatever. The bell rings. I go to jump down and my 
underwear catches on the fence. And I literally hang there for a second by my underwear, front fucking wedgie, for like a couple seconds. And then I, it rips and I fall to the ground. And I pick it up and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm way at the back of the field. Like I have to go across the entire fucking field where all these kids are going and filing into the school. And I have to go to the, all the way to the office, get them to page my mom, take me home, which we live across the street from the school. So I could change my underwear because I ripped it doing something I wasn't supposed to. Oh, oh my God. But luckily you yeah. lived across the street. So it's so not like any of, this, yeah. any of this stuff is hard. Like when you, you sat on something or you, everything, yeah. you could go home across the street. It was not far. Or like yeah. the time I sliced my hand open, trying to open a can of zoodles for my lunch one day, grab my hand and paper towel, go over to the school. Mom, I need help. <laughs> what the fuck did you do? <laughs> did any of yeah. these subscriptions to magazines? Oh I was God. never allowed. They okay. Were- <gasps> Cause they're always the oh, back to school edition God. of the magazines, you know, that where they'd have all the fashions or the Delia's catalog inside it or whatever, or oh, like, you know, the back to school editions. I am L girl, Cosmo Teen girl. People, I had them all. Twist. Yeah. Oh, that didn't mean I didn't buy them. I totally bought them. I just never had subscriptions to any of them. I think y'all had a YM that. subscription and that was yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I that's think- not true. I got like, I think I got either a 17 magazine or like a teen people subscription for Christmas one year. I think like a couple years in a row, my mom got me a magazine subscription. I got a teen and we had a YM. I remember YM and teen. That was it. But I loved buying teen people because that one seemed like the best quality of like stuff that was in it. I loved teen people. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, at I one like point people. I had four subscriptions to teen magazines, and I think it was just keep keep her quiet. So right? I like so like, much. I was such a te- I was such a tomboy that like I really didn't care about reading about makeup and fashion. Like I really didn't give a shit about it. So I found like that was YM and Seventeen and Cosmo Girl were like a lot of stuff I just didn't really care about. It was too girly for me. Yeah, so I think that's what my draw was to teen people because they were actually talking about the lives of these celebrities that were my age and doing these things, not talking about like oh what makes you look thinner and what makes you look younger wear makeup that makes you look three years older like you know I think YM was my favorite yeah like I didn't have a sister and I have a couple in my in my my box oh my gosh I I think I've got a Cosmo girl I think I have a 17 Mm -hmm. and a teen people from like early 2000s uh what else do we have for fashion Ooh, the one strap crossbody backpack Loved mine. I got with my like the, the, vel- the Velcro, yeah. or sometimes it clipped or whatever. I, they all had some I kind bought, of crossbody. Uh, I bought mine in March of 2001 at United Colors of Benetton in Italy. Oh and I God, still so have it. I but love the shit out of that bag. Mine wasn't a backpack, but I remember I went to the Tim Hortons camp and they were giving out, it was like these oversized fanny packs almost. And one of the counselors was wearing it over his shoulder that way. So of course the rest and of the summer. belt satchel. So Ooh, of course, nice. all the rest of us were like, Ooh, we're going to do that. So I did that one. And then I didn't get a backpack until a few years later, but I was like, this is me cool. Cause at least in the summertime, I could still do it. And then I think I had an old Navy one for the, the, the cross shoulder backpacks but then we, we realized they were one. terrible on our shoulders we still have one that we use it's like a smaller one or whatever we use it for when we take like the dog for walks we take like our treats and our water bottles i might be confusing these with messenger bags uh, they were all of the same kind because I, I think i also had a messenger bag but also mine, the ones the one i like bought was back- just an over shoulder yeah it wasn't a backpack there's one where it's like it looked kind of like a square backpack but then when it came up it just velcroed yeah, it on the front of them or anything yeah I mean, you could like carry it like a briefcase or whatever, but you couldn't put like over your shoulders or anything. Yeah, it was just one, str- mm-hmm. it was one strap kind of, it was, it was like a fanny pack that you put over your shoulder basically, okay. but just in okay. backpack I didn't form. Have those, but I had, I had the messenger bag that like hung by your hip. Oh my gosh. Throughout yes. the alignment of my back. 
I had, I didn't have a one shoulder backpack. I had like a futuristic millennium backpack that was like black and silver. And wow. I don't remember where I bought it. I don't remember what brand it was, but it was like black and silver. It looked very futuristic, but this mm-hmm. thing was a piece of shit by Christmas. Half of it was duct tape because wow. God forbid stores sell backpacks throughout the school year. Try finding a backpack throughout the fucking school year. You know, yeah. what was that? What was with that? Like most kids would break their backpack halfway through the year and you couldn't find them unless you went to it's Bentley. Still, it's still to this day. Like I went over to Giant Tiger. I think we only carried backpacks on the floor till maybe October, maybe. And then like we had to make room for Halloween and stuff. And then like they would sit in the basement. Like we'd still have them, but they'd sit in the basement. Yeah, like, I just think it was so stupid. Like, I just, it was, it was so, so frustrating to have to deal with this fucking backpack all the time. Yeah, and there was not also find a new one until like, the next year Jan's so I think the next year I bought two or the world famous canvas backpacks yep. those oh, were the yeah. other two that were really on. popular or patches, patches all on. over them yeah mm-hmm. and the Jansport had like a lifetime warranty so a lot of parents were really wanting to buy that because it wouldn't break and they wouldn't have to replace it every year my boyfriend had a monogram or, or was it Land's End it might have been Land's End like a monogram backpack he's had it wow. since he was like six has his initials on it he just tossed it He's wow. Oh, I kept it just for sentimental. Just for sentimental, right? Yeah. The straps were destroyed. He's like, I'm like, why, why are you holding on to this? He goes, oh, I don't know. Cause it's still useful. I'm like it's hanging on by literally a thread. Literal threads. Like how dare you, you know. encourage him to throw away something that has been part of his life for how many years? I know I'm so terrible. <laughs> I'm a sentimental person though. Like I, I'm surprised I'm not a hoarder, to be honest. I might be a little bit. I, I am with some, with some things. So a few other things I had on here for recess activities, pogs or schlocky up here. We oh, hell yeah. Schlocky? Fuck yeah. The yeah. best thing about schlocky is that you lean them against the wall and they help you get up onto the roof of the school. I don't think we had schlocky down here. I don't remember playing it. If we did. You know what it is though, right? It's it based, just like mini it's sticks. Kind of. Yeah. But it's in like a wooden, there's like a wooden board wooden thing and you have to put it, you play it in. and you have to put it through the holes. And then maybe sometimes there's a piece of wood in the middle that you got to try and get the, through there's, a hole a, there's well. like three holes in the middle piece of the wood and you have to get it through one of those. And then um, the next, and one it's with a cut off hockey stick too. Yeah. So it's literally with just like a, like a, the end of a broomstick without the broom, like it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's a puck. So it, right. and yeah, the, holes, the holes are only like maybe an inch bigger than the puck. So, so like it was it's, like, it's difficult to play, but it got mm-hmm. competitive and very yeah. popular. I think my school had like four schlocky boards because like a, a dad from the school or whatever built them. And it got to the point where like they had to ban them. They had to take the boards and lock them up because kids were, were like beating each other up over it. Oh my God. Same with pogs. Same with pogs. Pogs had to get banned. Yeah. yeah. Like pogs had to get banned too because like they started fights. Yep. People it were whipping them with the slammer. Like with some guys, yeah, yep. yeah especially when the kids could afford the really heavy metal slammers. So yeah. getting hit with one of those hurt. Like I got hit with one of those by accident. It wasn't being aimed at me. It just it hit me. Some of the yeah. metal ones had jaggeds too. Yeah, you remember never those? hit by one of those. Thank God. The metal but, ones had the jagged ends or whatever, yeah. just so they would look like fireballs or whatever. There was a guy I was watching on Instagram that's had pogs, or someone sent it to him, and him and his wife were like playing it as date night. And I was like, I want to play pogs so bad. We did a lot of hacky sack down here. sometimes it depends on the crowd for us i think that was a little bit more later teen years like when we were hanging out with saint cinnamons all the time like well like i never really played hacky sack until like then and that was what late 2005 three oh 2003 right yeah okay oh one to oh three 
but we still they were still there because I do remember like because you had the well with Clueless you had kind of that stoner skaters and they were the ones who play hacky sack in those days yeah it was still around back then but it wasn't necessarily something that we played all the time it wasn't something that we played I think it was played at the trailer quite a bit but I never really partook that a word partake 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 yeah I think so so. yeah okay so with recess we also had like lunchtime and snacks and stuff that you also got to have nutrition breaks right (laughs) nutrition nutrition breaks but we didn't have other nutrition breaks yeah Let's be real. They were not nutrition. They were Dunkaroos. They were Gushers. They were fruit by the foot. It was sugar and juice boxes and Fridays and subs Fridays. I loved it when our school did subs. Oh my gosh. Awesome. The smell of the cafeteria when you'd walk in on a pizza day. Oh my gosh. The fucking best. They would just bring it into our rooms at one of my schools that we were, they would just, you would sit in your room to eat lunch and they would just bring it into your room. When we were up until grade three, when we were like primary students, like grade, like kindergarten to grade three or primary, and uh, we weren't allowed to eat in the cafeteria because it was just the gym. So it was only allowed at so many tables with so many students. So it could only accommodate grades four, five, and six. What us K to three, we would sit in our lunch, in our classes and eat lunch. Oh, wow. When it was, when it was pizza day, they bring the pizzas to us. Yeah. And Lindsay, I don't know if you have this and it's not, it wasn't as prominent then as it is now the peanut allergy. We didn't have any allergy rules, but there are definitely some kids yeah, we that had peanut allergies. There was like one kid that might've had a peanut and he would use peanut allergy and they'd eat in their room and you just weren't allowed to have peanut butter in that room, but everyone else was still allowed to have it in the school type thing. We but had, it, wasn't yeah. it was one or two kids in the whole school. Yeah. yeah. Same with us. Like that was when I was going to school, like it was the same thing. There was like, they had a separate, if there was a lot of kids that had a peanut allergy or food allergy, they would all eat in the same isolated room. Mm-hmm. Or if it was like one or two kids, they would set a table up for them or whatever in the office and they could go eat lunch down there, but then they have to eat by themselves and that's just not fair these days, right? Yeah. And but also, like, I don't it see why they can't have like separated rooms for peanuts. It wasn't really airborne either back then. It was mostly if they ingested it. Now, some kids that come within like 500 meters well, of the peanut and they're going into, think, you know, shock. Maybe it's the generation, like the people who had kids while we were teenagers were the, the helicopter parents that. I mean the Gen prohibited Xers? that wouldn't go near fertilized yards and wouldn't eat this and wouldn't touch that and wouldn't go near this all their kids were fucking born with these goddamn allergies because they weren't like exposing themselves to things to yeah. give them an immune system that's why there's so many kids out there with allergies these days because well also fucking pussy like you you babied them I know the, like they're babies, the powers babies that be tell you all the time like this is good for kids but then this is not like peanuts at one point was not good for apparently to give kids under the age of a certain seven months but now all of a sudden it's okay like there's been all these rules over the years of when it's been okay to give a kid this and when it's been okay to give a kid that because then it gives this so it, when you're following well, I mean, trying to follow all these fact, powers of be science in fact changes with time and research right no, so I, absolutely but that's that. what i'm saying i get that but i don't necessarily see the i see like all the the allergy warnings and all of these, I just see more and more and more and more and more and more kids with peanut allergies these days. The more we try to fight it, the more kids are getting it. So, well, I'm like, also wondering if it's maybe not them following science, it's just like the super toxic Instagram wellness community. I, I can't eat gluten. That very much too. Yeah. The misinformation you know you can't about gluten. that is disturbing. Yes. Like, and there's so many people out there that use, oh, I can't eat gluten. As, and then have a beer. Yeah. They use it as a cover. Don't be a dick. Don't use someone else's disease to benefit yourself like that's asking for karma yeah and like I mean not to gatekeep or anything because everybody's like 
condition is different, but like usually you can tell based on how somebody asks, like talks to the server if they have it. Cause if I go out to eat, I'm like, hi, I'm really sorry. I can't eat gluten. That's how I knew you were real. You apologize for your disease. And I'm like, you don't need to apologize for that. I will accommodate you however best I can. But when That's you, how it is. Like, crutch, you can tell it. The, the fakers are the ones that are dicks about it. At least in my elementary school, like if like there were like students that had like a broken arm or whatever, they could choose not to eat in the cafeteria so they wouldn't like get bumped like against anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it was, this is terrible, but like if somebody would have a broken arm or, you know, a cast on or whatever, kids would get excited and offer to volunteer to help get their food if they wanted to like order. Cause then you, you were cool. You didn't have to sit in the cafeteria with like an adult. You were unsupervised, like helping your friend, like eat their food and stuff. So yeah, I have a very similar story about that. So when I was eight years old, it was May 2-4, we were at the trailer and my dad had loaded up the van with our fire pit ashes and we were driving them to the back of the campground to dump them in the ash, the ash dump where you're supposed to do that. And so me and my sisters, I don't know my dad let me do this. It was really dangerous. I was wearing a pair of duckies and we were sitting on the side of the van with the door open, the sliding door open, and we were dragging our feet along the road because you can only go like 10 kilometers an hour in this campground. So it's really slow. Yeah. <laughs> so we get, we get to about a hundred meters from the dump site and a huge rock. I was the one, I was sat closest to the tire and a huge rock caught my foot and just like stopped my foot and it went under the van and didn't notice until I was pulled out of the van. <laughs> I got pulled out of the van. My sister Kyla was like, dad, stop. Oh, and no. he stopped. I kind of turned. I'm like, uh, the like, I'm like what is going on like I didn't even register at this point yeah and all I remember is my sister Aaron sitting in the front seat being like dad reverse reverse and he reverses she's like stop he's like what the fuck is going on he's like you ran over Lindy's foot oh my so God. He jumps out of the van he picks me up takes me to a picnic table that's nearby and takes off my ducky very very slowly uh, people who don't know what duckies are they're kind of like crocs but they don't have holes and, and they were more fashionable than Crocs. They were prettier than Crocs. Much more better for like rainstorms than Crocs. They were like yes. almost like and, short rain boots. And exactly like the boot part or like the shoe part of the boot. Yeah. And yeah, so he took that off and my foot was all scratched and kind of limp and whatever. And I didn't even feel the pain until like he took my shoe off and I'm looking at him like what the, and I'm like, okay, it kind of hurts now. Like it kind of hurts. We like, we get back in the van and he speeds like 20 kilometers an hour. Uh, back to the trailer the kids jump out I think my sister ran ahead because she could take shortcuts so she ran ahead to the campsite told my mom what happened and so she already had like a huge thing of ice ready for me she jumps in the van I'm sitting on her lap in the front of the car without a seatbelt with my foot out the window with this big thing of ice on my foot as my dad speeds out of the campground leaving my other sisters behind who are nine and eleven okay? I'm sure they talked to someone that you didn't realize the whole way the 20 minutes to the hospital my mom is yelling at my dad how stupid can you be like what is wrong with you how did you let this happen like just it ha- so we get we get to the hospital the x-rays bandage blah, blah blah whatever turns out i was fucking lucky because if my dad hadn't stopped when he stopped it would have broken the main bone in my in my leg Ooh. and i would have had like massive physical therapy i would have had to learn to walk again i would have walked with a permanent limp it was i was very lucky yeah and my mom was mad at my dad for weeks so anyway the school part of the story is i <laughs> right. had to go sit in a wagon my mom and my mom and sisters had to take me to school in a wagon 
and like I had crutches but they wanted me to stay off of it as much as possible yeah so I had the wagon I had I wasn't allowed to go outside to recess mind you this is like four weeks between May and June when it's nice out we just got over winter I have to fucking sit inside but I had a ton of friends that volunteered to stay inside with me so I wouldn't be lonely oh yeah. remember that like my friends having to help me like or would stay in the room with the, the room with me to eat lunch with me because I couldn't make it all the way down to the cafeteria yeah same concept with the broken arm right yeah Except we didn't have like cafeteria food. We didn't have like lunch food served out. Like you had to bring your own lunch. Which in your own lunch, did you guys ever have your own like matching lunch box or thermos combo stuff? Of course. I had Beauty and the Beast in kindergarten. Of course I did. Of course. What I I had a blue one and what was it? I can't remember. Although now I have one. It's a metal one. That's a uh, Powerpuff Girls. Ooh. Actually, what it was is I actually bought a, it came with a puzzle and then and then it came with the lunchbox on the outside. So I was like, oh, I'll keep this one. There you go. Win win. All right, Lindy, what do you got? Found this baby in a garage sale like about nine years ago. Hot Wheels. Yes. And that is, you can tell, a legit oh. like 90s. I'm trying yeah, to find. You want to know why, Steph? Because look, it still has the papers that came with it and the warranty and the choking hazards. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I mm, want to wow. find, but I need to either on eBay or when the States opens up going to thrift stores, seeing if I can find <laughs> one of those really cheesy old nineties water bottles that you would get from like Hills where it had like just the straw inside and just really cheesy. with oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they'd, have, totally and they'd have those things where you could put it on your, <laughs> Lindsay, you might have one where you put it on your hip. It was the circle piece that was additional. You could put it around the outside of it and it had this really cheesy plastic clip that you could use to so. hang the water bottle off of your pants or like I think something. I remember that. Yeah. I, I remember that. It's not an original. That's okay. I'm still excited. <laughs> What's she going to bring us? What's right? she going to so bring us? So many treasures. It's so shocking. My oh, cousin made me this. At one point it said exercise. I thought you said extra fries. Nice. Um, but it has a straw and the little... That right little belt belt buckle thing. Yes, that's awesome. I was looking awesome. at the eBay and they had Ninja Turtles it? ones. Do you remember those rubber spout things you stuck in a pop can? Yes, in a can of pop. Sorry, can of soda. Soda pop. Oh, you guys are pop. Okay, yeah, we're pop. in the north, right? If you go if you go okay. east of Rochester, it's soda. But yeah, they were little spouts, and you and it was rubber, and you would just fix it into this into the hole of the pop can. And it was just, you know, non-spill and you, it kept the bugs and stuff out of your <laughs> can of pop and stuff. Yeah, I, I want some. I still want to use those and I'm trying to find them. This is or the bottle shaped ones that it fits over the pop can and it just, it turns your bottle or turns it into a bottle. The cheesy new kids on the block or like. Turn it around. What? Let me see. Yeah, those. Yes. Yeah, you can I find remember. them on eBay, but they're those. still charging for like 30, 40. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to spend 30, 40 or that. So I'm trying to check out some of the thrift yeah. stores and stuff. But so, up here, we don't have enough old, old stuff. Mm-hmm. So Are we on to uh, your story? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I have first some. First day of grade seven and nine. I have two fun back to, like first day of school stories. They were kind of hilarious and terrible. So my first day of grade seven, we had literally that weekend moved to a brand new t- uh, townhouse or house or whatever it was. I can't remember. But we moved to a new place. I think it was over that Labor Day weekend. We j- registered at the same school because it was in, still in the same region. But I was now in a bus area versus before I was in a walking area or get there yourself. So we didn't, I had no idea when the bus was coming because we just moved there. We didn't get the pre-letters. So missed the bus, had no idea. So the only one that was around was my stepdad and my stepdad, my mom would have taken the car that day to go to work. So all that my stepdad had was a motorcycle. So I had to show up to my first day at middle school, which is of course a new school as well, like, cause we go 
grade six, usually most of them must hear yeah, it's public K to six. K to six. It, it wasn't JK and SK either. It was literally just yeah. kindergarten. Yeah, just kindergarten to grade, to grade six, then seven, eight, and yeah. then nine to 12 or OAC at the yeah. time, but mine, we took it out. So yeah. here I am first day of grade seven at a new school. So some kids I know, some I don't driving up on this motorcycle like 12 years old in front of yeah. everybody because of course you know the first day of school everyone's still sitting outside trying to you know before they go greeting into each other and yeah seeing their friends their new yeah. outfits and new friends that they haven't seen and i'm showing up on this motorcycle making a big noise and of course first few days i was like you're the girl who showed up on the motorcycle aren't you oh you're and i was like oh i would have got off that motorcycle oh. step and i would have fucking yeah. owned yeah. it just strut like you own the fucking place be like yeah bitch don't mess with me right yeah, my stepdad has his motorcycle he's yeah. part of the, he's the biker brand. army what you he don't have buddies and then speaking he of middle school, leather right yeah. i actually yeah, still have too. my middle yep. school gym t-shirt i assume it fits me because it is an extra extra large it's extra large and they were men's sizes so do you remember the cheer from track and field week I don't think I back do. attack where back go McGregor go yeah <laughs> I was saying I was actually talking to Kevin the other day because I go water 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 Lou 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 what are you doing and I was like that was our cheer water 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 Lou 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 because we were watching Vikings that was the other one I knew there was something else but I couldn't remember and I was like I had to, I knew it had to do with the Vikings but I couldn't remember what it was and it was just I the Viking chop. I wish I remembered our songs because every school had a school song that we had to memorize and I had every one of them memorized and I don't, I wish I could remember them. I don't think my middle school had a song. I know my middle school, did. It, yeah. it changed every district. Like every district was different, but my district was K through four was elementary, five through eight was middle and then nine through 12 was high school. And I remember- eight, That's weird. I remember that being weird when I saw that episode of Full House when DJ was going into grade five and they were talking about her going to middle school. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is that? Middle school doesn't start until you're grade seven. Like, that is yeah. really weird. weird. Y'all I'm so jealous that like weird. some people went to junior to junior high. I'm like, I want to go to junior high. My mom was like, you're in seventh grade. You're in junior high. I'm like, yeah, but I want to go to separate junior high. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, my That's elementary fair. school had a song. It was just to this- to the melody of take me out to the ball game uh i don't remember what my middle school song was and then my high school they taught it to us the last week of school and it was so it was so lame i think i remember liking my my grade school and my high school songs i know mcgregor had a song i just don't remember no, liking I it or not don't remember either yeah i was in chorus unless we so. just had like a saying unless we just had like a poem or something like it wasn't a song but we had something yeah Chorus. so i was in chorus when i graduated high school and we had to sing like the, an- the school anthem and every every one of us had a sheet of paper because we didn't know the lyrics. The only time it was sung was at graduation. Yeah. Or like the first day of school during assembly. Not even or that. Like we would, no, we really? would sing the Star Spangled Banner or My Country <laughs> well, to know. the Z. Makes sense. Patriotism. America. America. Where we pledge allegiance America. to our flag every day. Pledge allegiance uh, to the Hague. <laughs> basically. <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So like you could tell it was, the song was written in the 1970s. I mean, that's when my high school was built, but it's, it sounded so seventies. They usually do. do. It just sounded very outdated. Nothing wrong with the seventies. It just sounded very outdated. So Steph, what's our next topic? Rapid fire for some, oh, my grade nine. So my grade nine story as well. And then we'll do some some rapid fire. Interesting. Oh, you've been listening to Scott Patterson, haven't you? What? No, no, actually I haven't listened to that one yet. No. Oh, because he does rapid fire with all of his guests. Let's be real. There's a lot of podcasts that have done rapid fire stuff, so it's okay. <laughs> but yes, I understand. Um, so my grade nine story is third day of school. 
Uh, these girls I've been friends with, like grade seven and grade eight and everything like that. They- K and J. K and J. K and J. Well, K wasn't so bad. It was J that I got in the fight with. We had, I ended up being in fights with these girls, grade seven or grade seven and grade eight. We were friends, everything like that. And for some reason on the third day of school, one girl, J, Jess comes up to me and she's like, oh, why did you tell such and such that I peed your pants or something like that? And I was like, I didn't, I don't even know who you're talking about. Like, I don't. And she was like, oh, you told him I did this. And I was like, I talked to the guy once or twice. I don't know who, what you're talking about. It wasn't me. Like, what the hell? And she got all mad up in my face. And I was like, if you're going to get up in my face for something I didn't do, like, whatever. So to defend myself, as she's, you know, trying to fight, I start to fight back because I'm not going to let you made just... the first contact. I think she did push you. I can't remember. It's been so long. I don't remember. I just remember that. I think at one point she had me tried to get me in like a headlock and I scratched her arm or something. Cause you know, you're trying to get out and you're just like, yeah, whatever. So I scratched your arm or something. I remember hearing then, about this and graduating you about it. Yeah. So I got, we basically got hauled to the principal's office. I had to spend the whole afternoon in the principal's office. And then I got three days suspension on my third day of school. So of course, all of my teachers think third I'm grade some, nine. grade nine. Yeah. Of course, all of my teachers think I'm going to be some pain in the ass, badass when really I wasn't, I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm, I'm a good person. I just, if I'm going to be provoked, I'm not going to just sit there and take it. And they had a no tolerancy policy. So even though I was defending myself, I was still whatever so yeah lindy a bunch of people like i remember them like sitting in the like this principal's office just doing like nothing because it's the third day of school what real work do you have to do a bunch of people like yeah they're walking by like we heard you got oh yeah good job yeah it was it was so funny i was just so of course obviously going into i thought i was going to be like teachers were going to hate me but they ended up being okay afterwards because they realized it's not who i really was (laughs) my teachers always compared me to my two sisters that they had before me yeah and a couple of my teachers that went to that school with my dad and his sister and his brother terrible I got compared a lot and I shot down a couple of them being like I'm not my sisters like I'm me back off yeah I had that issue too I mean my my brother is is great but you know he he was a typical teenage boy goofing off and stuff so every time I would find out that I had one of his teachers I'd first do school like hi I'm Lindsay I'm so-and-so's younger sister I am nothing like him. And they'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then like, oh, you're really not like him. And then except one time I missed, it was global studies, it was like world history. I forgot an assignment and my teacher went, you're just like your brother. And I'm like, the first assignment I knew One action out of how many? And, And mind you, I was on crutches that year. It was my sophomore year of high school. So I was in 10th grade and I was on crutches for most of the year because I destroyed my knee. And I, I, I must have had too many PT or doctor's appointments that night before. And I just completely forgot about that assignment. I'm coming in and crutches. Like, I don't have it. You're just like your brother. I'm like, no, I'm not. not. It hurt. Fuck you. Bitch. But now, now if I get compared to my brother, I'm like, okay, that's, that's awesome. Cause he's like a really cool guy now. I think only one teacher ever, not really compared, but there's only one teacher that ever realized me and Danielle were sisters. And it was our grade seven French teacher because she was like from France, French. I don't think she was from like Quebec French. Mm-hmm. And she would always call me Chesson. I had no Stephanie Lai. I didn't have a first name. It was Chesson. And because I guess Danielle, like she had Danielle. And so she knew Danielle was always good. And I was a little, like, not that I was a bad kid, but I was just a little bit not as like, Danielle was very more academic than I was. So I was still smart, but I just wasn't quite as academic. I'd goof off a little more than her, but she would always just be like, Chesson, what you do? And that's the only time I remember. I remember our grade seven English or, or grade seven French teacher. It was Mrs. Jack. No, that was my five. Um, but Danielle was also in. Uh, it would have been McGregor, right? It was, but she was French immersion. So right. She had a yeah. different, Ms. she had the Mr. other French Weaver teacher. was the grade eight French teacher. Jacobowski was my grade five. I can't remember who my grade. I don't remember my grade seven French teacher. It's going to come to me once we're off this call. I can, yeah, I can probably. see her face too. Like I can, I know who she is. I'll but look it up in my yearbook. Yeah. I still have them. So I still hey, have rapid them. Fire? Rapid oh. fire planners. 
on the first day of school. Wow. We all got them. We all decorated them. Yep. We all <laughs> had them. Wallpaper or covering your textbooks with the brown paper and then yep. like decorating yep. on that throughout the year. With gel pens. With yep. gel pens, metallic or milky. I'd go out and I would buy wrapping paper, like really thick wrapping paper. Yeah, yep. people did different so, things. Eventually like they the came up with a sticker. Yeah, the stretchy covers yep. or stickers are things eventually they came out with. Uh, book orders or book fairs, because there's usually kind of one yes. on the around the first day in elementary, you got a book fair or a book those. order. I cared more about those in Christmas. Right. I'm sorry, I got all my... That's where I got all my Michelle and Stephanie Tanner books. And our book fair, ours was always during the parent-teacher interview week. So there was yeah. like two days where you weren't at school, but you could still go into school to go to the book fair and just look there around or fun whatever. Fairs. Yes, fun, fun fairs. fairs were usually at the beginning be of really the year. Fun. Yeah. You get a dunk tank and everything. Right? Not so much anymore. Candy. So much fun. And that, yeah, always. And then also meet the teacher, meet the creature night where the parents would go in in the first day and kind of all and in, go into the your classroom and sit there and the teacher would introduce themselves and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm uh high school <laughs> you remember coming home and sitting on msn until dinner time or a- ICQ, icq or whatever chat you messenger. aol messenger and then yep. me and kevin were talking about this one and i found out they still have it but i helped i i went on the website the book it program with pizza hut if you <gasps> oh yeah read a certain yeah. amount of books yeah you and get you a, get free a free personal pizza, pizza. yeah me yeah, and kevin I were reminiscing a bit of that and they still do it but i don't know if schools do it, but if you go to a website, the Book It program website still exists and they still do it. They just shut down the Pizza Huts in, in this area, like all of them. We just got a few. We got Pizza Hut Expresses. So that's not the restaurant. It's just like a storefront <laughs> now is what they are here. They got pizza the like right around the corner from my neighborhood and during the pandemic, it's shut down. Yeah, it's like you guys have Toys R Us still. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah. Every move to Canada. Right. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to. The first year that it shut down down there, a lot of people came up to Canada to go to Toys R Us that Christmas because it was only like two or three months before Christmas that it shut down. So everyone yeah. was shipping up here to come Christmas shopping at our Toys R Us's. Uh, Turntables. Jeffrey. Tables turn. The giraffe. Oh, it was a oh, Michael Scott turn. reference. Oh, sorry. I don't know who Michael Scott is. The Office. Oh, the Office. I don't watch that. I think it's The Office, or or it might have been a Rickyism from Trailer yeah. Park Boys. I don't watch that either. <laughs> I started to watch The Office with Kevin and at first I didn't like it when it first came out, but now having worked in an office for a long time and then kind of getting into some of those more sort of dryish shows sort of, I'm like, okay, yeah. it's kind of funny because I get The Office reference from working in the stupid office for so long. I can get yeah. some of them. Then I'm like, it's kind of funny now. All right. What's the rest of your rapid fire? Um, I think that's everything else I got. Oh, except for, I do remember grade five and grade six t- biking from school. Cause I actually was like a 20 minute walk from the school, but we weren't far enough for busing, which was stupid. So we had to take a bike every day to school. We were going to sand down and we were by Conestoga mall. Uh, <laughs> and I remember biking, listening to our lady peace on my first Sony disc, man, it was clumsy album. Yep. And then going to lunches to my mom's friend's Jen. She lived right beside, like the townhouse is right beside my elementary school. And I'd go there on lunch and we'd watch Sailor Moon and we'd like pretend to be Sailor Moon and everything and do her crown thing and all that. Oh my gosh. Those were my I remember funny. I would, we would, me and my friends, we would walk home because there was uh, me and two uh, girls, like Katie and Tiffany and me all lived in the same neighborhood. So we, on really nice days in the fall or in the spring, we would walk home together. It was like a 45 minute walk. Like when we had nothing else to do, or we would like maybe bust to the mall or something or walk to the mall. Oh, WCI. I walked home all the time because in the spring yeah. and summer, because it was just so nice. Yeah. And you were with it's a group a nice of your walk. friends and you're with your friends. And, so you don't pay attention how long first, it is. 
and the street that the school is on like that yes. is a good 20 minutes and it's a beautiful street. It is. there are huge maples on that street like lots, lots of, of nice trees houses. there's some so houses some uh, low apartment buildings walk. and just it's, it's a scenic walk and then you just cut across the the parking lot of the beer store and then you walk down the path and behind, the behind yeah behind Albert McCormick yeah I grew up in the outer suburbs We're of totally Buffalo. giving people the ideas of where we lived. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live there anymore, so it's fine. That's yeah. true. We don't live there anymore, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, I grew up in like the outer suburbs of Buffalo, so I would always get, you know, bus to school and stuff. But my senior year, I had like the last two class periods free. I didn't feel like sitting and I didn't have my uh, license at the time. So if I didn't feel like sitting at school for two hours, I would just, and it was nice that I would just walk down the street. It was a pretty busy road. There were no sidewalks at the time. It's really dangerous. I was doing it in flip-flops, but, um, you know, one thirty, it wasn't too bad. It'd take 45 or when I first started doing it, it took 45 minutes. It was just, I had to take two really busy roads. And then by the time, like the end of the school year came, I got it done in the 20 minutes. Find the shortcuts. Yeah. I thought, yeah, my mom like was upset the first time she goes, Oh, how'd you get home? I'm like, Oh, I walked. Mm-hmm. She goes, what do you mean you walked? And then she got used to it. And I'm like, nobody's like checking to see who's like coming and going from the school. Like yeah. I, I had free periods, so exactly. Why would I sit there for two hours if I have a free period? Yeah, I was like my like last semester, my, my last my last year of school. Um, I had a triple spare most mornings. Yeah, and so there was like maybe two of our five days because we went day one, day two, day three. We weren't like the five days every day. We had a different a five day schedule of a five day mm-hmm. schedule, and so um on three of those days I had a triple spare, and on two of those days I'd have either English spare spare and then lunch, or I'd have spare English spare lunch. Oh, so. I went, I missed like seven months of English that year. Cause why the fuck am I going to get up to go to class for 55 minutes? And I have to spend an additional three hours at the school without actually being in class. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that. So like, I think my final grade that year was like 13%, but I had already had more than enough of my prerequisite six English mm-hmm. credit. Cause that was also the, you were doing your OAC that it year. Just, exactly. It just brought down my GPA. Like that's the only down, downfall I had from that was it brought down my GPA which I didn't really care. I wasn't the best student. I coasted I, through school. I remember my, my last semester because I went to Bluevale because I didn't want to do the five day. I wanted to do a semester so I could hopefully finish it for you know a half a year. No, I ended up doing it in the whole year. So I remember my final semester because again, I didn't have much credits left to get. It was two period spare, music, and then co-op. So at the beginning of the semester, you were there at school to learn the co-op and get your co-op placement. But then after that, you went to your placement. So I was literally at the school for an hour. And then I'd go to co-op placement. Like I had two spares, school for an hour, and then go to co-op placement. Yep. You're like, this is a waste of being at school for that an was hour. kind of exactly like mine too. Yeah. My afternoon classes was a class like after lunch. And then my co-op was my last two classes of every day or the last class of every day. And my co-op plate, my only had to be in co-op class every Monday, mm-hmm. but Tuesday to Friday, we were in our placement. So and you could just stay yeah. at your placement till whenever and go home from there. I remember, sorry, last story. My first half of senior year, I had three free periods at the end of the day. So like six or yeah, seventh, eighth, and ninth were completely free. And I didn't want to risk leaving at noon and like having my mom kill me or whatever. But then the second half of the year, I had health class because it was only a half year mm-hmm. long thing. And mm-hmm. that was such a joke because half the time, like he would cover what he needed to. And then we'd have arguments over who had like the best meatballs up. That's things a great that class, matter. right? Exactly. That's things that matter. These are the important <laughs> things we should be learning in school. Not, yeah. not, you know, Pythagorean theorem, who has the I best think- meatball subs? Absolutely. Exactly. I agree. I'd like to think that if I were a teacher and I was teaching a class where like we finished up the, the topic matter very quickly and we had time to kill, yeah. I'd like to think that I'd be the type of teacher to be like, okay, who has any like questions? Who wants to know how to do this? Who wants, I could show you how to fucking like pump your own gas. 
change a tire or your balance oil. your checkbook or so whatever you it was pay, back pay then bills yeah yeah like how to budget like what kind of life lessons do you want to know yeah. relationship advice look for these characteristics not these if he does this that's a freaking red flag like how does you know he know I mean? and be firm with it you always need yes. a set of deal breakers don't be afraid to be a bitch in order to be polite yeah. or teaching men how or to respect women yes yeah don't put your don't put manners in front of being safe if right. you have to be a bitch to be safe be a bitch to be safe yep absolutely Shit like that damn hashtag life lessons <laughs> take them children take them and go with them so right. is there any other i guess final back to school back to or high school stories i do also have just because i wanted I to say it here, since we were talking about rah, 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 spirit sticks anyways um, <laughs> i have one super embarrassing first day of class story all right you and if you're and if white pants you know, you're not if you're not yes if you're not comfortable with women's bodies i suggest you stop listening so grade 10 i just got my I turned into a woman that July. Okay. I was a late bloomer. First day of school class. I was not theoretically supposed to get my period again for like another two weeks. I get out of the car. My mom drives away. I take 10 steps and I feel it in my khakis. Oh, no. I remember you wore I khakis a, a lot. So that's why I was like, I know this. I stopped and my friends who were right there with me, they're like, Lindy, what's wrong? And I'm like, I got my fucking period. So one of them was wearing a sweater. I wrapped her sweater around my waist and I booked it to the office. Called I called my mom and left a message on the machine. And then I continued to call her like every five minutes until she fucking answered. Because I wasn't going to guarantee that she was going to listen to the machine before she went to school or went to work. And so I caught her. She had to bring me a new pair of everything. And I'm just, oh, it was so fucking embarrassing. Like grade 10. Luckily, it didn't last long, the embarrassment. It, like by the next week, something else embarrassing happened to someone else. So as it always does in the news cycles, especially in high school, there's always a new gossip. But, oh man, that embarrassing first week of grade 10 was horrifying. It was so bad. I did forget one last first day of school story, Lindy. My grade 11 year OAC year where we went to go and see Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back on the oh first day God, of school. Oh my God, yeah, because... Okay, because your first day of school, you literally only have to be there for five minutes to get your class schedule. Yeah, maybe an hour because you're there hanging with your friends. In class, you're only yes. there for, yeah, Catch you get your locker, your, your locker assignment, you your schedule, what your classroom's going to be, your homeroom, basically. Like, yeah, and then you can go. My first day of yeah. school was like a legit, like, full day. Only grade nines no. have to stay until noon. Only grade nines, because the grade nines all had to get orient orientation, and they all did their... Um, their tours and everything like that, that first day of school. So to keep the rest of the students out of the, out of the way. We had to come in in the summer and do day. that. No, we go in the first day of school. We go the first day of school. So wow. anyway, so Sorry. we hooked me, um, so our first class, like we would have to be there, what, 7.55, I think was when school started. I think the first, and we left by, I think the first day we, we were allowed to start the, later though. I think it was like 8.30 on the first day we started. Just cause just the first yeah. day. Cause we didn't really need to be there that long. Yeah. And I think we, we ended up getting out of school before the mall even opened. Cause I think the mall opened at like 10 or something. I think we and went to your house and you had to switch shoot. We switched or changed clothes or something possibly maybe. Keep in mind, neither one of us drove at this point. So we either walked or we took the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to the mall. I we went to galaxy and we watched Jane Silent Bob strike back probably again, awesome. unless that was the first. No, that was the first time we had seen it. That was the first time. And then, cause we got, yeah. we got about like five minutes into it and we're like, they say fuck a lot. Let's count how much they say fuck now. We stopped counting at close to 300. Yeah. I need to watch that again. And that was so only good. halfway through the movie. We were like, we're, we're, I, know, we're I was in. thinking about putting it in the other day. Yeah. We ditched a lot of school for movies. I already, like I said, this on one of the other ones in the summertime, but I ditched my uh, grade 10 math one to go see fast and the furious when it first galaxy had first opened. And it was the first showing of fast and the furious at galaxy. We watched fast five last night. We watched fast nine yesterday. 
All right. So okay, we got so any last minute things? Yeah, we got some last times here. Any yeah, last minute thoughts or remembrances? Favorite memories? teacher from school. Favorite teacher from high school. Mr. Clarkson or Miss Moss? Miss Dixon and Miss Richardson. Ms. Carney and Mr. Hensel. Mr. Hensel is my earth science teacher. And then I think Miss 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 Dixon was my um my history teacher in grade 12. It, we were her very first class at a teacher's college and there were seven of us. She took us all to see Pearl Harbor when it came out. I remember that. And a biker, a cyclist cut her off and she slammed on the brakes and goes, oh, fuck. And she was, she's always been very careful about swearing in front of us and telling her when we swear, she yells at us. Like swearing is a big fucking no in her class. So when this happened, oh, it was, oh, she we lost did not her let her live it down. We did not <laughs> let her live it down. Ms. Carney was my ninth grade English teacher. Mr. Clarkson was my grade 11 and grade 12, like drafting Comtech. And then Miss Moss was the gym teacher, but I had her for leadership that year. And she was, yeah, she was one of my favorites. My grade five teacher, Miss Jakubowski was also one of my favorite teachers from elementary school. Miss Richardson, I had a lot for history in like grade 11. I think you remember her son, Matt. She was just so informative and she knew her shit and she taught us like the real history. And like, I remember a lot of the obscure movies that she found that she showed us that like really changed my perspective on world history and what happened in war and things mm -hmm. like that. And like, she was just a wonderful teacher. All right. All right so, so I think that concludes. I think that's our time. I think that's, yeah, I think we're, we're done. Yeah, so we're thank good. you, Lindsay, for joining us on this yes, thank you fun so back much. to school deep dive. Thank you for having Very me. Very much enjoyed having you. I know. Fun. I miss you guys. If you need anything from America, like Stephanie has my address. Post Honey O's. Post Honey I don't think they sell them here. I've never seen them in any store and I miss them. And I just remembered about them because I saw send them. Send me a list. <laughs> yeah, send the list. Get it going. Yeah, because I'm out of those Captain Crunches. Oops, all berries. I can get you more. That's never, never a problem. On that note, um, right. yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, you can follow us on the socials, Turn of the Millennials pod, TOTM podcast, all of that. Um, Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can probably find us. Spotify, Google, Apple, I think I heard, radio, Amazon. Woo, woo, we're Pocket Cast. I listen right. to you on Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. And uh, the, under our website, Millennials Podcast or MillennialsPod.com. I can't remember what it is. I go on our Facebook page. Yeah, just, for us. And our Instagram has rate a link and review. Has a link tree. Yeah, rate and review us. Tell all your friends about us. So our audios are also all on YouTube. So click, subscribe, rate, review. I still have to put the two new ones up, but I'll get there. Don't worry. All the old ones are there, guys. So check those ones out. Listen and we will see you, I guess, on and our next parents. Enjoy your freedoms when your kids go back to school these next couple of weeks. Yes, with vaccinations, it yeah, seems like everyone's that. going yeah. back to school with no possibility of normal. Yeah. So, All right. Enjoy it, parents, because we know you're yeah. going to be so excited. All right. All well, right. Lindsay, thank you for being here. Thank Thanks you so you. much. Thanks, everyone, and, for listening. Uh, everyone else around the world listening into us, you have a wonderful day. Peace out from us. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you liked it, be sure to check out our previous episodes on our website at www.millennialspod.com. And also, you can check them out on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or Apple Podcasts. While you're there, hit the follow and subscribe button so you can stay up to date on all of our latest episodes. Also, you can follow us on all of the socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Turn of the Millennials Pod, and like us on Facebook to leave a comment and a review. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you next episode. <laughs>